0: show let's have some fun and it is going to be a blast of a show because we have well we have an anti-communist joining me about an hour and a half from now one of my favorite anti-communists his name is james Lindsay. he is one of these guys who is so well read on communists and communism and the comparisons between what we've seen old and today i'm excited for this one that's an hour and a half from now we're gonna talk some joe biden we're going to rewind on things like coronavirus from the very beginning. We're going to talk, honestly, we're, we're going to talk about New York City and the NYPD and hospitals and problems coming, not just for New York, but for the United States of America and why these problems are coming. We're going to have your phone calls tonight on what you're grateful for and what you're having for Christmas dinner. I'll read some emails. It's going to be a blast, but first. Let me ask you something. Have you ever heard of Pavlik Mazarov, or also known as Pavel Mazarov? You ever heard of him? Well, let me explain. He was born in Russia. He was born in the early 1900s, actually 1918. And Pavel Mazarov was one of these kids who was just super, super sharp. And remember, 1918—that's you know about rough Russian Revolution time when it went from being Russia to the communist Soviet Union—and this Pavel Mazarov, as a child, he just—he not only shows how sharp he is, but really showed an incredible, incredible loyalty to communism in the Soviet Union. This was at a time where they were trying to put communism out there. And remember, we know it now cuz we have all the books and we have movies, and we have everything else. They didn't even know what communism was back then. So there was a lot of there was a lot of misconceptions. They didn't know how it was supposed to work. And this was at a period in time when guys like Stalin were killing a lot of people. Mainly people called the Kulaks. You'll hear that word before. It starts with the K. The Kulaks. Who were the Kulaks? The Kulaks were the upper middle class or middle class farmers. You see, evil people like Joseph Stalin, evil people will find a group of people in their own society, not separate people, a group of people in their own society, and they will tell all the rest of society, you see them? You see those Kulaks? Those are the people responsible for all of our problems. Why isn't this working? Kulaks. Why isn't that working? Definitely the Kulaks. Kulaks this, Kulaks that. Not only did they round up and murder the Kulaks or march them off to Gulags, it was illegal for you to even help a Kulak because the Kulaks started to get worried. I mean, these were people who owned some land. They were getting worried. Uh, A lot of my friends seemed to be dying. I think I need to leave. So you needed a passport. You needed to get out of town. You had to leave. Get out of there. So back to our child by the name of Pavlik or Pavel. He was a committed communist. In fact, he joined a heavily pro-communist group early on in school. He was a brilliant student, a genius young communist. And then something happened. He found out that his father, his own father, who lived right there in the home, it was him, his father, his mother, his little brother, he found out his own father was selling passports and getting illegal documents to the Kulak. Well, remember, Pavel was a committed communist boy, and he went down to the local authorities and immediately told them about his own father and got his father turned in, and they hauled his father away. But that's not the end of our story today. Pavel's grandparents found out about this. They lured Pavel and his younger brother out to the wilderness, and they killed both of them with knives and pitchforks. Found Pavel and his little brother dead in the woods. A couple days later, it's very, very sad. It's just very, it's heartbreaking stuff when you think about it. And keep in mind, they wrote an opera after this kid. They wrote six biographies after this kid. They wrote songs and plays. If, if memory serves me, I believe there's even a poem out there. So this is, I mean, this is a. A hero for communism. Except nothing I just told you is true, and they made the whole thing up. The, the kid, they finally started digging into it. The kid may have existed. There may have been a Pavel, but he was an idiot if he did exist. His dad was long out of the home. None of what I just told you is true. And yet millions and millions and millions of Russians would weep as they sing songs about Pavel. Why? Well, the communist has always understood propaganda. He's always been better at it than you've been. He's always been better at it than I've been. The communist has understood people need heroes. People need heroes. They need someone to look up to. They need someone to lionize. Why would they make something up? Well, they needed somebody to encourage others to turn on and turn in their own family members. Why not create this lion of a young man? They can't even agree. If you go start looking it up, they can't even agree what he looked like. No one seems to know. Why doesn't anyone seem to know? Well, if you were a writer and started digging into the story, you would get a phone call. Or if you were really unfortunate, a knock at the door. And it would be the KGB saying, "Uh, yeah, you're done looking into this now. I bring this up because I saw something on social media today and I've seen it a bunch. And I know you've seen it a bunch too. This creation of a story out of virtually nothing, maybe out of something, but out of virtually nothing that reaffirms the communist worldview. And I'm not going to go into the specifics of the story. The guy's like, I was, I traveled to rural towns and everyone in these rural towns was wearing masks and they were talking about how great the vaccines were and they loved Joe Biden. And I don't see anything. And of course, none of that's true. I mean, you can look at a congressional map of America, rural America is blood red And I mean blood red. You're going to have a Democrat sprinkling in here or there, but rural America is really, really, really red, and urban America is really, really, really blue. And those divides just continue to go. Look at – New York's a great example. New York's a great example. Look at New York City and the way New York City votes. And then look at upstate New York. Upstate New York, I mean, people dog on all of New York because, ah, a bunch of liberals. Upstate New York might be the reddest part of the country. And I mean, they are blood red up there. But back to my story. This happens time and time and time again. I know you've seen these things before. It happened definitely all the time during Donald Trump. My three-year-old came to me today and she wanted to know, is Donald Trump going to kill us because we're Latino and we sobbed together? And I mean, of course, none of that's true, right? It's not just Juicy Smollett and the fakeness. This is something that seems to happen with American communists all the time. Constantly creating this worldview That's not true at all. And so you look at it, whenever you've seen these, I know you've seen these before. Whenever you see them making up these tales, this has happened to me a lot. I look and I think, isn't that embarrassing? I mean, everyone everyone can see what you're doing. Everyone, even your friends, know uh, that's a complete lie. Why would you make something up? But you have to remember, and I have to remember, this is how communists have always been. American communists are no different. They make up their own stories of brave young Pavel every single day. Because if you're trying to rip apart and remake the world, well, you're going to have to break some eggs to make that omelet. You're going to have to tell some gigantic lies. And this, more than anything, it drives home to me how truly odd this religion is in the history of mankind. And there've been some weird religions out there, right? I mean, some very, very weird religions. Ah, We worship rocks or whatever the case may be. But communism has to be one of the most odd ones because communism stems from a complete belief that all of reality is wrong. So you have to remake your own. I think when we deal with things like Rising crime. Why are prosecutors turning criminals loose across New York? I mean, everywhere, Chicago, San Francisco. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? Why would you do this when you know it's going to hurt? Why would you have open borders when you know it's going to hurt the country? Why would you do this in Afghanistan? Why, 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 why? We have to understand we're dealing with something completely abnormal here. We're dealing with people who will not just tell a lie. They'll tell big ones again and again and again and again and again, and they'll tell it without hesitation, trying to remake the world into something awful. All right. We have a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about what's happening in hospitals right now. Very eye-opening headline here. Going to get to phone calls, going to have a bunch of fun, but first. You know, Pure Talk has iPhone 12s for sale for just four hundred and seventy-nine dollars through the end of the year. And don't be wrong; they have iPhone 13s too if you want them. iPhone 12s for sale, just four hundred seventy-nine dollars through the end of the year. Your mobile money is money you pay every single month for your wireless service. Whether it's just for you, whether you have a family. Look, I I had four lines. I'm now at the point where my boys have phones. That's a lot of money to spend every single month with companies who hate my guts. I've had Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, and they all hate my values. I switched to Pure Talk, and they agree with me, and they believe the things I believe, and they want to see the country I want to see. Plus, the average family saves over $800 a year. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month plus save on a new phone. That's pound two five zero and say Jesse Kelly. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA, USA. The USA! Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And oh, don't forget, before I forget, Tomorrow is Ask Dr. Jesse. Not Friday. Friday's Christmas Eve. I'm going to spend the day with my family. Well, some of the time with my family. Some of the time I'll act like I have something to do in the other room and I'll just want to go read a book in silence for once. (laughs) No. And also this is I'm not going to be here Friday. So tomorrow we're doing Ask Dr. Jesse for new listeners. You can ask me anything. Anything. Yeah, we do a bunch of politics. It can be political. It can be about history, men, women, employment, food. It can be stupid things. Whatever you email into, jessie at jessiekellyshow.com. That's what we will dig into on a Thursday. And yes, I'm going to be taking some more phone calls a little later on in the show. Not quite yet, though. Well, not tomorrow. Today. I do need to clarify. Tomorrow, there will be no phone calls. Today, we'll get you some phone calls, but not yet. All right? So don't call yet. This one was titled Elite. (laughs) Remember yesterday, yesterday I was reading or what it was day before, maybe China, the Chai Coms, their state sponsored media put out some article calling me an, an elite in America. I am very elite, Chris. I am. So I am. I I am now. You didn't see when I put the little weenies in the Kraft Mac and cheese the other day. Oh gosh. you never put weenies in Kraft Mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, you people can't eat that. Never mind. Well, just know, Chris, if you ever start believing in Jesus, that needs to be your first meal. Email. I don't get to listen live and call in with what I'm grateful for, but I wanted to share anyways. Oh, I, that, I probably should note this is a good segue for me to promote the podcast, Chris. What? I'll teach you how to do this. It's called being an elite. All right. <laughs> Ah. If you don't listen live, you can catch the whole show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. There's a podcast there. This year, I'm grateful for the sonogram I saw Tuesday morning of the 10-week-old unborn child my wife is carrying. That is our second blessing. How about that? You know, the first time I ever saw, I, I didn't know it was called a sonogram. I thought it was an ultrasound. Whatever. The first time I saw that little blob thing of inside the wife's womb, my oldest son had his hand on himself grabbing himself and i didn't know cuz i couldn't tell what was going on at first in the uh, the 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 birth the baby doctor lady she pulls up the picture and she starts bursting out laughing i'm like what's wrong does he have ugly ears or something she said no come look and i was like I, that's my boy <laughs> i'm so proud of him <laughs> all right quit if you read this and are willing to bestow a holiday gift upon me i would also be grateful if you played my favorite christmas song on the air which happens to be Frito Bandito.
1: Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito
2: Bandito. Hey, I like Frito's corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munch,
0: munchy frito. Merry Christmas to you and yours, my friend, from me and Frito Bandito. All right, all right, right back to back to the back to the news of the day. I guess we'll cover some news here. Headline New York City hospitals say COVID wave is manageable, but staffing is a concern. Huh, staffing is a concern. I'll tell you what, pause on that real quick. Just just pause on that for just a moment. You remember how we opened the show? talking about how they were going after the Kulaks back in the Soviet Union, dividing up one part of society against another part of society, picking this group of people and blaming them for everything. This is going to come back to the hospital, so hang with me. This was Dr. Fauci on the news.
3: If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show
1: up? Uh, Yes, I I would do that. I mean, I think we're dealing with a, a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say I'm very sorry, but not this time, maybe another time when this is all over.
0: If you do that, you're a piece of trash. I just want to make sure I've made this point before on the show, but I just want to make this point again. Family. If you have family you're close with, mother, father, sisters, brothers, cousins, whatever the case may be, aunts, uncles, if you have family you are close with, there's almost 100% chance you take it for granted. I take it for granted, too. I'm not, not pointing fingers. You do not understand until you talk to enough people how many people out there have no family at all. Maybe they're estranged. Maybe brother sucks. Maybe dad ran out on them. Maybe mom is miserable. Maybe maybe grandma was evil. Like I get those stories, too. Maybe cousins live across the world. Maybe they live across the country. If you have family out there, You treasure that. If you threw that away because of a virus with over 99% survivability, I just need to make sure I'm perfectly clear here because I don't want to to be uh, wishy-washy on it. You're a piece of garbage. These emails I get, my grandkids, I can't go see them because my son won't let me visit. I'm not allowed to go see my mom because I'm not vaccinated. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And play it again, Chris, that this has become, that this has become the norm for people, leaders of our society to speak this way is so evil and wrong. And I will tell you, I'm only 40 and no one thinks I'm going to live past 60. But if I happen to live past 60 to be an old man, I'm going to remember this year and this kind of rhetoric until the day I die.
3: If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up?
1: Uh, yes, I, I would do that. I mean, I think we're dealing with a, a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say I'm very sorry, but not this time. Maybe another time when this is all over.
0: I think. Think how far we've come, and I don't mean in a good direction. Think how far we've come from the very beginning of coronavirus getting here. Could you even imagine it? I keep bringing it up. We bring up Bill de Blasio all the time. You can't work. you You can't enjoy your life. And everyone hates Bill de Blasio, especially you, I'm sure, but definitely me. We weren't there two years ago. Two years ago, you would never have had politicians in this country say things like, do what I say, or you're not allowed to work or enjoy life. Now? I mean, I can point out Bill de Blasio. That's Lori Lightfoot. That's DC's Mayor Bowser. And you know what? I'm not done on this because we're going to do a little rewind. Let's talk about what's that word they love to use? Uh, Misinformation. Next.
3: Say the jumper to the bleed.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and in fact, you're going to have to let me pause for a second. I'll get back to this New York hospitals say staffing's a concern and things like that. Just let me sidetrack for a moment. There are a couple of things on my mind, and you know I don't really do what they call focus or prepare for the show. One, do you remember what I said about Kyle Rittenhouse? Do you remember everything I said about Kyle Rittenhouse? In case you forgot, allow me to recap. I have never been one of these people on the right who says things like, he shouldn't have even been there. It's a horrible tragedy. No, actually, uh, 17-year-olds have picked up weapons and fought for their country since the dawn of time. I say he was exactly where he should have been defending his town against violent street communists. The only shame is every man in the area wasn't there with a weapon in their hands protecting businesses from those animals like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I've never been that. I have said from the beginning it was obviously an unjust trial. We had the whole thing on video. We didn't do anything wrong. Everyone knows he didn't do anything wrong. He defended himself. A couple communists ended up dead. So be it. I've said that consistently. When he got acquitted, we came on and said, yes, awesome, good, justice was served. Woo-hoo. Shouldn't have been shouldn't a trial, but justice was served. Good for him. And I've also said this. I hope he sues everybody under the sun, including Joe Biden, for calling him a white supremacist. I hope he never has to work a day in his life again. I hope the rest of his life is spent... Spending the money of communists he sued for besmirching his name and lying about him. I've said all those things, but I also said something else. Now that the trial is over, you just went through a year of your life in jail, out of jail, facing the prospect of going to prison for the rest of your life. You just went through all this as a 17, now 18-year-old. Single mom, your mom's been through hell and back. Can you imagine what that would be like for a mother? Might lose her baby boy forever. Just um, just think about this. What I said was this. Now that all this is over, go away. Not because I don't want to see you. I, I think he's an outstanding young man. He was in that community, remember, to clean up graffiti and give medical attention to anyone who needed it. This is an outstanding young man. I want him to go away for his sake. Go away. Go to a private small town somewhere. Find some dime and take her out for hot dogs. Go fishing. Go hunting. Go away. Get out of the public eye. And I said something else. And you remember I said this. What did I say? I said, he won't go away. And the reason he won't go away is you're going to find Every Tom, Dick, and Harry on the right who's trying to get some publicity and trying to make a name for themselves, they're all going to grab him and hold him up as their mascot so they can get publicity out of, oh, we got Kyle on, look at Kyle, my buddy Kyle. Kyle's here, Kyle's there, Kyle's there. And I said it's going to be one, selfish of everyone who puts him out there, And two, it's going to be a disaster for him. You should know, because I had it asked me before, uh, would you have him on? You should know. It was actually offered to me. And I said, no, I want him gone for his sake, for the sake of him and his family. I want him gone. No. And I said it was going to chew him up and spit him out. Fame is a funny thing. I will tell you this. Uh, Obviously, I don't consider myself to be famous, but certainly at this point in time, obviously some level of fame, right? I am eternally grateful to God that I did not achieve any level of uh, notoriety until I was 39, 40 years old, 38, 39, 40 years old. Uh, Young Jesse, uh, forget young Jesse, uh, most of my life, I've done really awful, stupid things, And, you know, it's hard to handle things that come your way and attention and things. It's just, it's very difficult to handle these things. When you're 18, oh my gosh. I think about the things I did when I was 18 years old. You're not able to handle saying no like you have to. You know what I did? You know what Chris does for me most of the time now, but I have to do too? No all day long. Can you do this? Can you No, 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 no. Not out of rudeness, there's not enough time, there's not enough energy, there's not enough of you left. Will you read this, will you do that? No, 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 no. No, There's not enough of you. And everybody coming at you all the time, and it's generally good, I'm not complaining, it's not like it's a bad life, I don't even have a real job, but it's a lot. For 18, he doesn't have a chance He's being introduced now at gigantic events with flames going off and music, and he's on my show. Come see Kyle on my show. I got Kyle. Kyle, baby. Look at Kyle. And, of course, he's going to enjoy it. He's 18. Those big conferences, a lot of dimes out there. Go enjoy yourself, son. Have fun. In the end, they're going to chew him up, and they're going to spit him out. And once he's yesterday's news, they're going to toss him in a ditch on the side of the road, and move on to the next thing, and he's going to be left wondering where all those new friends he just made are. I've seen it a thousand times, and I'm seeing it happen again right now. And I, you, you heard me. I came on this radio show, and I told you it was going to happen. I told you where it was going. I said, this is what's going to happen. Every single grifter and scumbag on the right who needs a little attention because they're too boring to get some themselves – they're all going to blood suck this kid until there's nothing left. Tell you what, Chris, go ahead and write this one down. Six months. I give it six months, and this thing ends in disaster, and that's actually me being extremely cautious. I should give it three. Remember something. People out there, most people, maybe not you, hopefully not you, Hopefully not your friends and family members, but most people out there, they're in it for themselves, only in it for themselves. And you know me, is there a bigger authority on being a selfish jerk than I am? That's my whole brand. People are in it for themselves and they will use and abuse people until there's nothing left. Going to end in absolute disaster for this kid. And that's not right. Because he's just been through hell, and it wasn't his fault, and he should be enjoying a normal life. Kyle Rittenhouse should be in a trade school right now, learning to be an electrician, dating a dime here or there, trying to find a woman he wants to marry, put a ring on her finger, make some babies with. Kyle Rittenhouse should be hiking in the mountains, fixing up old cars, whatever he likes to do. Instead, he's going to do the conservative conference tour thing of America until there's nothing left and he's yesterday's news, and they're all going to kick him out of the house. And that sucks. That sucks. So there, sad to get that off my chest. I'll get back to this New York City Hospitals thing. I just, I'm watching it happen. I'm watching it happen, what I predicted would happen, and it drives me crazy. I'm having a mini, I'm having a mini flashback to coronavirus when they came out and said, okay, uh, 15 days, everyone go home. And everyone in the country said, oh, okay, good. And I said, uh, no, what, That? what, that's going to be a disaster. You don't just stop an economy. You don't give these people that kind of authority. They don't even have that kind of authority. Are there's nobody listening? Why do you guys not see where this is going? And I saw where it was going. Told you all told everybody told everyone suicides would go through the roof. Substance abuse would go through the roof. You don't take away someone's job who struggles with addiction and send them home. That, that, that doesn't work. Remember they closed rehab centers? They closed rehab centers. People struggle out there. And you don't have to be embarrassed about that. People have struggles. They closed rehab centers in this country. That's freaking disgraceful. All right. We're going to get back to these hospitals because I, I do have something I wanted to say. I got a little sidetracked there about a little flashback about misinformation. Why, why do we have hospitals now in New York and other places short-staffed? Why? why where did all this stuff come from? We'll get into that tonight, and I'll get to your phone calls here probably about 15 minutes from now. But first, fellas, like I just was talking about, we need a nation of men who are willing to stand up to this evil that is taking this country over. And we need strong men. And right now, this is not a guess. This is scientific. We know that testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Well, that sucks, but you also know I don't like medicines, right? I don't, I don't need this newest injection, this newest thing. That's why I love Chalk, chok.com, Chalk. They're an American company, US manufacturing, and they have natural herbal supplements. Chalk Daily, I take it every day. It demonstrated a 20% increase in total testosterone in clinical studies. Chalk TongCat 100, I take that every day too. Free testosterone up by 87% in 21 days. Go to Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use the promo code JESSE, and you get 50% off those things for a limited time. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. Truth. Attitude.
1: Jesse Kelly. All that
0: didn't get it, it was hot the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, that's my voice cracking right now. Remember how I played Hurt like a hero yesterday, Chris, with allergies? <laughs> it sounds so weak and pathetic. I'm playing Hurt again tonight. Just powering through, like, I mean, Achilles, really. What? One of those ancient warriors? That's basically what I am. Try struggling with allergies and doing radio. You want to talk about toughness? <laughs> no, it's not coronavirus, Chris. I already had coronavirus. Who knows? I mean, who knows? It probably is. Who cares? All right. I am going to take your phone calls in about 10 minutes from now. You can call about anything, but I'm going to do what I did again last night because I love that memory. There were some heavy ones last night. 877-377-4373. Tell me something you're grateful for and what you're having for Christmas dinner. Something you're grateful for does not have to be big. We had some great ones last night. Remember a guy, his son managed to live through that Afghanistan disaster and his son was home for Christmas. got choked up on the air. That was gosh, that was freaking awesome. Lady's granddaughter survived and daughters survived a fire and there were smaller ones. I'm grateful to have a meal. That's just as good too. Doesn't have to be big. Doesn't have to be small. What are you grateful for and why? And, what are you having for Christmas dinner? 877 Before we get to that, though, we're going to do a couple things here. There's a lot of talk these days, Joe Biden, news, and others, about misinformation. Misinformation. That's funny. That's funny. Because, I mean, I know, look, everywhere you look right now, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. I mean, last time I was in New York, I've, you can't walk five steps in New York City without a new billboard. Take the vaccine. Do you? Do you happen to remember what everyone was saying last year when Donald Trump was still president and they were talking about the vaccine? That's so weird because, man, I I remember.
4: I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be.
1: We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us
5: if and when the vaccine comes it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done
3: let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election would you get it well i think that's going to be an issue for all of us
5: when we finally do god willing get a vaccine who's going to take the shot who's going to take the shot
4: we will need to have access To the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that donald trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it
5: you can be the first one to say put me sign me up they now say it's okay
4: is the vaccine safe uh frankly i'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion and i wouldn't recommend to new yorkers based on the federal
5: government's opinion and the question of whether it's real when it's there that requires enormous
3: transparency Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. We cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence.
4: I don't trust the president and I don't trust the FDA.
5: If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence.
4: You're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine, it was new, it was done quickly, but trust this federal administration and their health administration that it's safe.
3: I will say that I would not trust Donald Trump.
4: How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident.
0: Yes, I would be hesitant, but I'm gonna ask a lot of questions.
4: You're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe.
0: Man, what a flashback, huh? I did love that Andrew Cuomo bit at the end. I thought that was really special. I thought that was really special. That's funny. Uh, speaking of misinformation, man, it, it's not, you didn't think that was going to be the only one, did you? You didn't think that was going to be the only one. There's been so much misinformation out there. Remember all this? You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are
1: highly, highly effective.
3: Vaccinated people do not
1: carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected. If you're
5: vaccinated, you're not gonna be hospitalized, you're not gonna be in ICU unit, and you're not gonna die. If you are fully vaccinated, You no longer need to wear a mask.
3: Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask.
0: I just want to clarify something. This has over a minute left. I could cut it off here. No, 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 no. We're going to play the entire thing so you can remember all the, what's that word they love? Misinformation there's been out there or physical
3: distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission.
1: You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a a new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person.
3: Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those
1: vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, Mm -hmm. they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. A booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The
5: plan is for every adult, every adult to get a booster shots.
0: Headline, Israel to offer fourth COVID-19 shot to anyone over the age of 60. New York City hospitals say COVID wave is manageable, but staffing is a concern. Staffing is a concern because you fired a bunch of healthcare workers who didn't get a vaccine who you told... Not to get the vaccine for a solid year. And then you told them if they got the vaccine, they'd be fine because vaccinated people can't spread coronavirus. That was another freaking lie. Now the vaccinated people are not only getting coronavirus, they're spreading coronavirus. Four out of every five people in the UK right now in the hospital has a vaccine and has coronavirus. You have lied and lied and lied and lied, and that doesn't make me as mad as the fallout. New York has staffing problems in the hospitals. NYPD, 8% of the NYPD out sick, and this is just New York. I could do this across America. Because you've lied from the very beginning. you spread misinformation from the very beginning, and no one will ever be held accountable to it. That might not be the last time I do that compare and contrast this show. That's how salty I am tonight. But first, 877-377-4373. What are you thankful for? Kelly Show. I feel like it's gonna be a good hour, and there, I have a couple reasons for that. Um, well, wait a minute. Let's go with bad news first. You know how I've been talking about allergies. I feel like I have allergies. I've been an allergy attack. Uh, there might be a little fever. Uh, there. I think maybe this could be more than allergies. But what, Chris? What do you mean? What does it mean for you, Chris? If I give you, if I get you, let's say I were to get you sick. Maybe I did get you sick. And by the way, I am an ironclad believer in not coming into work sick. I didn't know I was sick. I thought it was allergies. But if I get you sick, you get to be sick and know that I gave it to you. What an honor. What? 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 Uh, What is your problem? That's an honor for you. So that's, that's the bad news. The good news is this. There's this diner in my town, and they serve the best milkshakes in the world. And I don't know, I honestly, I don't know what they do with these things. No, I'm serious. I'll get to your phone calls in a second and back to some Biden stuff and everything else. What are you grateful for? But this diner, I swear, I I don't know if they're putting crack in these things. They're the most amazing thing. You you drink the whole thing, I'll tell you that much. My boys love them. If we're out and about and I'm like, hey, we want to eat out today. We want to go out and get a burger and a shake. Oh, this is the place they send me every single time. So... Their home. I was just out and about, and I sent them a text and said, Oh, man, you know, you know what I'm really looking forward to? And they texted me back. And they said, Oh, Christmas, you know, something like that. I said, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to our favorite spot to get milkshakes. I'll let you know how they are. And they wrote me back. And they said, That's so mean. Don't do that to us. And then not only did I get a milkshake from there, I actually videotaped myself putting the straw into the milkshake. <laughs> And then I flipped the camera around and I drank it and I said, "Mm, that is the best And I sent it to (laughs) him. Those those are the joys of fatherhood right there. Those are the joys of fatherhood. They went down and tried to tattle on me. I don't care. I don't care. The wife texted, that's so mean. And she's laughing too. (laughs) All right. We'll get back to Joe Biden and all this other stuff in a second. But first, we've only got a couple shows left. What are you grateful for? Tell me what you're grateful for. Boo-boo in Florida. Your name alone meant I was going to you. Go ahead, Boo-boo. Hey,
6: Jesse Kelly, you the man. I'm glad you're carrying on the American tradition. Let's speak the truth, all right? If they want to put the vaccine in you, that it's not really a vaccine, you know, it's not. If you got to have booster after booster after booster, what if they just say, okay, look, we want everybody to take duck f- shots, okay?
0: Boo-boo? I need you to hear me, buddy. And you're welcome. You're welcome to call back at some point in time. But listen, listen. All right. Let's just apparently we're going to have to have phone call lessons once again on the Jesse Kelly show. And I was so hopeful about that because he was in prison in Honduras or somewhere and he was going to tell us about it. So we were going to get into that. And, boo-boo, you can call back. But listen, listen, listen to me. When it comes to phone calls, one, this is not like other shows. No high No, how are you? I'm not gonna thank you for the call. You don't thank me for the show. Nobody wants to hear us small talk. When I go to you, if I go to you, go quickly, get to the point. And when even if you try to get to the point right away, get to the point. Don't meander your way there. That's one. But two, and this is a really, really big one. One, I do a family show anyway. I do a show. We try to make it good. But kids can always listen. So even if you were allowed to cuss on this show, I wouldn't allow it on the air. There are kids across the country listening. I don't do a show kids can't listen to. I won't ever. Even the podcast version won't have any vulgarity in it. No perverted stuff in it. You can listen to this show with your kids. By law, though. You can't say the S word on the air. You can't say the F word. You can't say any of those words you discovered when you were 10 years old on the playground and you said with all your buddies because you thought it was hilarious and rebellious to say them, okay? This must be at all times a language-free zone. (laughs) Dang, I was looking forward to that too. (laughs) Poor Boo Boo. Well, I mean, look. Maybe we should have cut him some slack, Chris. Prison in Honduras. The man's seen some stuff. (laughs) Gosh. All right. Cindy in California, go.
3: Hi. I'm a CSA worker from the San Diego airport, and I'm off work today.
6: I'm at my favorite place that I'm thankful for, which is Pacific Beach, with my little rescue dog, Love. Um, we're enjoying a nice, quiet beach, watching the surfers and the sun setting. And I am so thankful right now for this moment.
0: Life isn't bad, is it? See, I I dig that. See, I dig that a lot. All right, what's for dinner on, on Christmas, Cindy? I'm
6: going to make a Mississippi pot roast.
0: Oh, Cindy. <laughs> All right, let's let's have a talk here. I, apparently, we're gonna look. No, no, Chris, we're gonna. It's time for a heart to heart. We'll get back to politics. It's just look. It's time for a heart to heart from me, Jesse, the menu whisperer. Kelly, listen. I know you think you like pot roast. All right, and by the way, I do applaud her the sitting on the beach thing. There's something about nature that's just nice. Something about nature that, that is nice. But hey, let's set that aside. Do you remember the conversation we had at Thanksgiving about turkey? Now, I realize we caught a lot of heat, but do you remember the conversation? And what what was my argument against having turkey for Thanksgiving? What did I say? What did I say? And there are people on the line who are having turkey for Christmas, so I'm going to really get it from them. But what did I say about turkey at Thanksgiving? How many times do you go in a restaurant a year? Maybe you eat out a lot. Maybe it's 50. Maybe you don't eat out much. It's 10, but you do go to a restaurant every year. And when you go into a restaurant, you have endless options. How many times do you order the turkey? Let's go with zero. You've never once ordered the turkey. You've never ordered the pot roast either. It's some weird nostalgic meal, and I don't get it. Now, granted, my grandma, Helen, who was a wonderful woman, God rest her soul, she was not the greatest cook, however, in the world. And she would make pot roast for us all the time when we came over. And I remember we used to beg my old man on the way over to Grandma's house, "Can we please stop at McDonald's or something and grab a burger on the way? Otherwise, we're gonna starve to death while we're there." So maybe, look, maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I have, uh, maybe I have PTSD from Grandma Helen's P- from uh, from her pot roast. But I'll tell you, pot roast—it's not good. Have some, cr- have some mac and cheese with little wieners in it, Chris. <laughs> all right. Don in Alabama. Go, boss.
7: Merry Christmas, Jesse, to you, your staff, and all of America. Thankful I can say that on conservative radio, which I am also very thankful for. Yes, sir. Two things. I am really looking forward to this weekend for my, my dinner. I'm going to have an all-American Alabama... Kendall lawn deer steak, lightly marinated in some oil, some fried oysters, and shrimp. I also want to give a shout-out to Team Fight or Die. I encourage everybody to check out their organization. They're raising America awareness awareness on the post-traumatic stress disorder.
0: How about are- that? Don in Alabama, fried oysters. Oh, did I tell you, Chris, about the oyster thing? I'm embarrassed about this. No, listen, let me explain. Let me explain. We'll get back to politics in a second. Look, we're almost at Christmas here, man. We're getting back to your phone calls and stuff. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. What are you grateful for? What are you having for dinner? So I like seafood. Meaning, I like scallops and shrimp. Don't look at me like that, Chris. You people aren't even allowed to eat seafood. I I I like shrimp and scallops and crab and lobster and all the glorious things you're not allowed to eat. I just don't like fish, okay? Because fish is different. But I also have never liked oysters, raw oysters. It just I felt like I was eating snot. You know what I mean? It's just bad, bad, really bad. So I used to make fun of my friends all the time. We'd go out to one of these various places down here in Houston, just seafood places, a dime a dozen, high-end ones like Red Lobster, and they'd order the, they'd order the oysters. And I would mock them. I'd be eating my shrimp scampi or whatever. And then I discovered that you can have oysters with cheese baked into them and bacon baked into them. You can have cooked oysters all kinds of different ways. And then I discovered this little Cajun joint. Uh, this family there run from their family from New Orleans actually. They serve fried oysters with homemade blue cheese dressing. You dip the fried oysters into. Oh gosh, it's the best thing in the world. Man, I might have to, I might have to go get some of that soon. What? Chris, don't don't, sni- don't make that face about blue cheese. All right. Apparently, there's an emergency in the United States Senate. We're going to get to that in a second, and I will get back to your phone calls. 877-377-4373. Tell me what you're grateful for. There's a lot to be grateful for. Find something and tell me, and also what you're having for Christmas dinner. But first, did you get your my pillow yet? Remember what we talk about all the time? Put your money where your morals are. Look, right now, the original MyPillow, you already know, it's on sale for $19.98. It was originally $69.98. You know that. But MyPillow actually has a lot more than just pillows. That's what they were known for. Their mattress topper is so nice. Their slippers, their pajamas. MyPillow has all the best stuff, and it's all Mike Lindell-designed stuff that is high-end. High, high high-end. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE, and you get discounts, great discounts. You want that steal of a deal on that MyPillow? Go to MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or you can call 800-845-0544. Just tell them JESSE told you to call, all right? All right, we'll be back with more of what you're grateful for.
1: Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And look, I almost forgot, Chris, did you, Joe Biden gave a little update for everybody today. I think the commander in chief is really on to something here. Earlier this fall,
5: we heard a lot of dire warnings about supply chain problems leading to a crisis around the holidays. So we acted. We brought together business and labor leaders to solve problems. And much, uh, you know, the much predicted uh, crisis didn't
0: occur. Packages are moving. <laughs> the best part of this is this is his you know, Christmas what a success we had and the only thing he has on there is hey, there was no there wasn't another crisis. How about that? You're welcome America. <laughs> And now, look, that wasn't even the worst thing that rolled out of this administration today. Kamala Harris, I mean, could anyone in this administration speak? Kamala Harris got up and look, I don't know. I'm nervous to go back to the phones, Chris. Apparently two-thirds of the country's died in just the last couple months.
3: Um, we're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died.
0: Man, that sounds serious. <laughs> we should, we should, what 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 were you going for there? Two hundred? It, it's probably two hundred twenty. What, what? Oh gosh! All right, Gary in New York, go, boss. What
2: I am grateful for first and foremost is good health and STEM more than anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As far as dinner goes, roast goose stuffing. And not to forget, mashed potatoes
0: with gravy and butter. Oh, Gary, what's the... I am an Irishman. Your name is Kelly? (laughs) Your name is Kelly? Yes, sir.
2: You should be, and that is part of your heritage. Mashed potatoes, potatoes in any shape and form. When I was born, instead of a bottle, they gave me a (laughs) spud.
0: Merry Christmas to you and yours, Gary. I love our people. (laughs) All right. Douglas in Jersey. Go, boss.
2: I saw Doug Sattel, S I T T E L, on Google. In there in the YouTube bubble is the picture of the hand over the glass cap.
0: I don't know where that was going, but I was getting nervous. Jake in Michigan. Go, bud.
2: Jesse Kelly, the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man is so sweet, he could never be sour. I'm thankful for you and people like you that stand up for America every single day.
0: Appreciate you, bud. Dinner?
2: Dinner, I'm going to have some roast duck with corn on the cob.
0: Ooh, corn on the cob. I'll tell you what, Chris, corn on the cob's underrated. Can you people eat corn? You don't have anything against corn. You can't? What? I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. What? Do you use two hands? or You know what, Never. we're not going into that right now. We're, Johnny in Jersey, go.
3: Yeah,
6: today I'm grateful, Jesse, for my eldest son who kicked dope about five years ago. He's been clean. He had some charges outstanding, and he was sentenced under three years, so he doesn't have to do no real hard time. He'll only have to do three months of work release, which won't lose his life. But I have an issue with you dogging on me about the mashed
0: potatoes.
6: Just like the Irishman before me. <laughs> mashed potatoes and gravy are a staple. You
0: not <laughs> have mashed potatoes and gravy. Well, congratulations on work release, but mashed potatoes are still the lowest form of potato. Okay? And you can I, you can Irish shame me all day long. Every every single person listening to the sound of my voice, if they were being honest, would prefer a hash brown or a tater tot or a french fry or a, or i look or a, what do you a lot lot keys? lockets lakers the jewish version of a hash brown which they act like they invented and everyone would prefer one of those over mashed potatoes every single person salvador and denver go
2: Jesse it is a pleasure to talk to you man i'm i'm thankful for a couple things god mm-hmm. my family and extended mags, drum mags, double stack mags, <laughs> compact pistols, 22 LR, nine millimeter, 308, and above all the 50 BMG and coffee.
0: Amen, sir. Dinner?
2: And I am having I am having tacos with enchiladas.
0: Oh Mm-mm. gosh. Salvador, stay on the line for a sec. My buddy uh Luis has introduced me. You know, my Mexican buddy Luis is my best friend. He introduced me to uh, birria, 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 the the, the oh, taco with the slow-roasted pork. You
2: don't know what you're getting. That's another world,
0: brother. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, my gosh. For people who don't know what these things are, I think it's B-I-R-R-I-A. I really tried to go full Mexican with it, but its I just call it birria. And it's—it's it's, they slow roast. I think it's pork. It might be pork, but it might be beef. They slow roast some kind of meat all day, and then they pull it out, and they put it in the taco... And they melt a bunch of cheese in the taco, but they're not done. All those juices that have been slow roasted all day, they take it's like an au jus, it's like a Mexican au jus, and you dip them in there. Oh gosh, it is the best thing you've ever eaten in your life. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. What are you grateful for? And what are you having for Christmas dinner? Fellow drinker of the premium firewater. Growing up in a Jim Beam household, my old man would lift up his empty glass to me and say, beam me up, Scotty, when he was ready for his next round. Gosh, I love that. (laughs) After a very tough two years of health issues for my dad, I'm grateful to have a bourbon and water with him on Christmas night. God bless, brother. Amen. And God bless for that. Again, I've said it before. I think I said it today. If you can be with family who loves you for Christmas time. Be with family at all costs. Don't let coronavirus vaccination status affect that. All right. Dr. Jesse, I just want to say I'm thankful for my wife and my two-year-old daughter who sprang into action to help me get through a recent bout of the Rona was rough for a couple days. They're both wonderful and I love them. Thank you for your show and your constant reminder to have an attitude of gratitude. By the way, we're having beef tenderloin for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Said I can say their name from the the Thompson family. Congrats on getting over the Rona. Beef tenderloin, I'll tell you. You know we just had it for Thanksgiving. I love it. I really, really love it. I marinate mine and whatnot. I was a little taken aback by the prices now. I mean, beef prices, don't roll your eyes, Chris. Beef prices, you don't get to roll your eyes at me complaining about prices ever. Beef tenderloin, beef prices have already gone up anyway, but man, the tenderloin, it was almost so bad. It was only pride that kept me from putting it back when she rang that sucker up. All right, we'll get back to your phone calls. eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. What are you thankful for? And I have to finally get to this crisis in the Senate for the Democrats. Wonderful. Hang on. the jesse kelly show i've been looking forward to this i should have had him on sooner my friend james Lindsay joins me now he's the founder of new discourses and he is probably in my opinion the best person in america who understands the mentality of the communists american and otherwise james why do they do the things they do
8: because they're evil jesse and they want power uh,
0: there have been lots of evil people who want power who didn't assault their own people so much. And I don't I, I mean, there've been tyrants all throughout history. But the way they focus their ire on their own people consistently is gross and it, it's it is abnormal. It's like nothing I've seen at least from what I can tell in history why?
8: Yeah, the communists are, it's an ideology built out of envy. It is an ideology that seeks to, uh, rather than to build anything of its own, like its own empire, it clings on to an existing empire that's extremely successful and tries to redivert or redistribute all of its resources to itself. So they have to go... Uh, at their own throats, basically, the country that's made them possible, the nations that have built up wealth, the institutions that are operating them, they have to colonize those and they run down every bit of uh, resources, or privilege or opportunity or, or anything that they've got into the ground in their attempt to get power. Because it's ultimately always been, all the way back to Karl Marx, a attempt to tear down the existing society to replace the existing elite with themselves.
0: Okay, so why is there, I mean, they still are human beings, kind of, why is there never a moment when it's failings, it always fails, it's always a disaster, and there never seems to be a moment where they look around and say, okay, this isn't working, let's try something different, why?
8: Well, they do try different things, but they just try different means to achieve the same end, Ah. because they actually believe that the end... Is uh, absolutely possible and absolutely uh, just one, the, you know, one further step away. The, the fundamental belief in communism is that if everybody who's still alive goes along with it, then it'll work this time. So every time that it hasn't worked, either they missed some theoretical detail, Marx was wrong about how uh, the working class stabilizes itself by getting reformed, for example, or that freedom and justice or dialectical concepts, as the neo-Marxists said about him, you know, they get some detail wrong. Or, on the other hand, it just wasn't tried hard enough, not enough people subscribed to it, Uh, something like that. It's never the fault of the ideology. The ideology is always perfectly correct. They just haven't lived up to
0: it. James, how did we allow them to get here and get control of so many of our institutions? What were we doing? Americans love America. I do believe that. Well, how did we How did we just sit by and watch these nasty scumbags take over everything we hold dear? They took the Boy Scouts for Pete's sake. They took it all. How did we let that happen?
8: Well, uh, I think the biggest mistake, and we could talk about a lot of different things historically, but is that the conservatives in the conservative movement uh, 50 years ago basically just gave up on education. As if you want to talk about one key piece that had more influence than the other, lots of other things. You know, they infiltrated conservative parties and had communists posing as conservatives as well, who directed things through the Republican Party, you know, going back to probably the 50s at least, maybe earlier. But the biggest thing that we did is that good conservatives uh, abandoned education and left it to the Marxists.
0: Are we getting sharper, better? I, I know we're behind. I know the communist will probably always be better at politics than we are because he worships it and we do not. But are we improving?
8: I think so. I think we're learning to play their game. Uh, A lot of people have figured out that the way that they manipulate situations is by manipulating language. And I've read book after book talking about communist regimes, and when they start to crumble, more than anything is when the everyday people figure out that their language is fake, that they're gaslighting people with with bogus meanings of the same words that they use in everyday language, and they start using that language back against them. And that's what I see everywhere I look now, is that the right has figured out how to weaponize their own language back against them. So we are in a better position, I think, than we might be.
0: Speaking with James Lindsay, founder of New Discourses. James, I, I've I've said repeatedly, and I, I've seen, heard you say similar things, that Joe Biden it's, he's not failing. He's been a tremendous success for these people. Yeah, he's going to get crushed in the midterms, probably crushed in 2024, but his gains have been permanent gains because the right doesn't even know how to play offense. They're still learning how to play defense. We won't, we won't take anything back from him. Is that right?
8: Well, I would say that Joe Biden is, is as an individual, certainly failing, but his administration knows how to use him, uh, and they are not failing. They have this agenda, which is to implement as much of this as they can, although at this point they've crossed Rubicon. It's not even just to implement stuff that might stick, whether the right figures out how to play defense or offense or not. They're actually gunning. They've crossed Rubicon. They're gunning to break America completely now, and uh, their administration is actually doing a wonderful job of it. This isn't a mistake. They aren't printing money like they are because they're stupid. They know that if they break the dollar as as the international reserve currency, we've got a big problem on our hands, and we're going to have to go into some new financial instrument that guess who's going to control that, them. Uh, They aren't screwing around at the border because they're incompetent. They know that by uh, letting people flood in that are unvetted, it's going to cause all Kinds of chaos. And of course, the communists manipulate chaotic environments to, to create emergency situations and then wield fake power that they were never given by, say, a constitution that they want to get around. It's all on purpose. And they are playing for keeps. And they've also come to a place where they can't go back. They can't go back into hiding now. They've been exposed. So they've got to just go full barrel forward.
0: James, again, speak with James Lindsay, founder of New Discourses. Okay, so... How could they benefit from violent criminals loose in their own cities? They're not turning violent criminals loose in my neighborhood. They'd all get shot. They're they're turning them loose in their own cities. What what does Bill de Blasio gain from destroying New York City? That's his city. His legacy is destroying the greatest city in America.
8: Well, anytime you have chaos happening, you have a couple of things going on, and one is, as, as Vladimir Lenin put it, you accelerate the contradictions. So they create these problems, and then they figure out a way to blame their, the all the problems that they created on their political opponents. Uh, for example, we did not quite the same as the crime in the cities, but we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated, is what Joe Biden told us. They they create problems, and then they blame it on their political opponents, and so they they've been very skillful for at least 30 years at blaming every single societal problem on those pesky conservatives that are just holding things back. If the conservatives or the unvaccinated would just get with a program, it would all be better. So this is obviously just the, the racist cops is the real problem, and they didn't have any choice. Uh, so that chaos, they can play it uh, to blame their political opponents and to gain political power. Secondly, when there's chaos, people become more and more and more willing to accept emergency authorizations for 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 power and so they create chaos there's a mess there's crime everywhere well what, what do we need to do now well we need a whole new you know amplified police force maybe we need to you know have a massive police hiring spree now that we put in all kinds of new hiring policies and we're going to bring in a bunch of rookies who are all going to be dei diversity equity inclusion compliant in other words they're going to be leftists we've got all the guys who had a backbone out through vaccine mandates etc and now we can bring in new guys this is called entryism it's an old communist tactic as old as uh, communism itself. So they benefit from creating the chaos because then they get to the shape the solution.
0: James, one last thing. People get confused because they don't sound like Lenin today. They're, they're not using the same words bourgeois and things like that. They're talking about race today and LGBTQ and climate change and, and people don't make the connection for why they're communists. Explain
8: Yeah, that's right. Well, you just did explain. They they don't use words that are recognizable. It's all cloaked. Every so-called woke term conceals an agenda. So let me give you a few examples. You say they're not talking about bourgeoisie. 1993, we have Cheryl Harris, a critical race theorist, writes a paper called Whiteness as Property, lays out this whole idea. So what do you have? Whiteness is bourgeois racial property. You look at the Communist Manifesto. What is the point of communism that Marx tells us? To abolish bourgeois property. What's the point of critical race theory? To abolish? whiteness. It's exactly the same thing. Another example is equity. What does equity mean? It means to redistribute shares to make citizens equal. In other words, it's socialism. What is, what is the point of, of implementing uh, social equity for, for long enough? Well, it eventually it'll become spontaneous, and at the long end of the road, if we do equity long enough, what will we have? We'll have justice. So what does justice mean? It means communism to the communists, because that's the only just social arrangement according to communism. So they're just using new words, new packaging for exactly the same old project, but they're doing it in the cultural realm more than in the economic realm.
0: James Lindsay, founder of New Discourses. James, please come back soon. That was outstanding, my brother. Thank you, sir. Told you that dude was sharp. 877 What are you grateful for? What are you having for Christmas dinner? You know what else the communists are trying to destroy, by the way? The dollar? You heard him say it. They're trying to destroy the dollar. Now... They can. You know they can. You're not in control of the Federal Reserve. I'm not in control of the next bill they pass. We we can't do anything about that. So we can sit and whine, or we can take steps. They can't do anything about the value of the gold you hold in your hand. Oxford Gold Group doesn't just sell you gold. They sell you gold and deliver it to your front door. Call 833-995-GOLD and tell them Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD, call Oxford Gold Group. Again, they don't send you a piece of paper. They don't send you an email. They will deliver real gold to your front door. So then it doesn't matter what they do. I mean, obviously, you don't want your dollar destroyed, but you still have something of value forever. 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. Take care of yourself.
1: You're listening to The Oracle
0: gonna
1: love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse
0: Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. James was slick, wasn't he? He was slick. No, Chris, listen. I love this. I love this. I love these rewinds. We'll get back to the phone calls with what you're grateful for. What are you having for Christmas dinner? I remember. People want you to forget. All the people right now in power want you to forget. But I remember what every single one of these dirt balls was saying about one year ago.
4: I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be.
0: We can't
1: trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us.
5: If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done.
3: Let's just say there's a vaccine. That is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's gonna be an issue for all of us.
5: When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's gonna take the shot? Who's gonna take the shot?
4: We will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it.
5: You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay.
4: Is the vaccine safe? Uh, Frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. And I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal
5: government's opinion. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency.
3: Would you trust that vaccine there's very little that we can trust that comes out of donald trump's mouth we cannot take for granted this process will be free of political influence i don't
4: trust the president and i don't trust the fda
3: if donald trump can't give
5: answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions the american people should not have confidence
4: you're going to say to the american people now here's a vaccine it was new it was done quickly but trust This federal administration and their health administration that it's safe.
3: I will say that I would not
4: trust Donald Trump. How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident.
0: Yes, I would be hesitant, but I'm going to ask a lot of questions.
4: You're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe.
0: Don't sit there and point fingers like Joe Biden is, like like everyone in the Biden administration is at Americans now. Why won't you do this? Why won't you do that? Why aren't you getting vaccinated? What? Don't you dare do that and act as if we're going to forget how you guys conducted yourselves like rabies addled hyenas for four years. Destroying anything Trump said, anything Trump suggested without a second thought to the cost of it, and then step in and go, "Ah, I've changed my mind, get vaccinated or you're fired. Up yours. Up yours. Not in this lifetime. Let's try this one more time. Boo Boo in Florida, don't worry about that little uh, snafu there. Just keep it clean. What are you thankful for? Well,
6: I'm sorry. Thanks for having me back, Jesse Kelly. Well, on the back of a Lysol can from nineteen fifty eight it says kills COVID. Okay? So this is not a new thing. Uh mm-hmm. don't don't they vary during flu and cold season?
0: boo boo, you know, what are you thankful vary,
6: for? I'm thankful they let me out of that Honduran prison back in twenty fourteen when I was put in there for smuggling guns, which I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. Remember that?
0: Uh what what kind of guns did they I accuse you of smuggling, Boo Boo?
6: Uh, I don't know. They said it was AK-47. It wasn't. It was American Arms, semi-automatic. But I caught malaria, Mr. Kelly, Mm -hmm. what I was going to say, and they didn't give me nothing for it. And I was sick for two weeks, and then I got over it. So I'm not really scared of COVID. I hear that. Malaria a little bit worse than COVID.
0: I hear that. My gun running brother, you have a Merry Christmas to you and yours. It wasn't an AK, Chris. It was an American assault rifle. Let's not split hairs here. Totally. This is the best audience in the world. Do you have any idea how many emails we get from uh, prisons across the country of people who listen to the show? And I'm serious. I love that. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I think that is the coolest freaking thing in the world. I dig it. Half the audience has been to to prison, Chris, in other countries. Jesse, I don't know if the mass exodus of career Democrats is necessarily a good thing. Who is in the bullpen? If those seats are replaced with AOC, Tlaib, squad types, the radical agenda pushes this administration is going to be child's play compared to what's coming. P.S. I talked my mother out of preparing salmon for a Christmas Eve dinner. Nobody likes fish, just how it's prepared. (laughs) Okay, well, I have good news and bad news. See, what, what, What they're talking about is yesterday I brought up all the Democrats who are quitting. They're they're up to narrow twenty three, I believe the number is in the House of Representatives. They said, "Hey, I'm not running for reelection. I'm out. I'm, I'm gone." That's a good thing. That's a good sign. They think they're going to get crushed in the midterms. Good, good, good. All that is good, but there's bad news part of this too, because in the short term, no, that Democrat's quitting because he's probably in a moderate district that's going to go Republican. Remember, the long term, we are in a bit of trouble. And this is why Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. I I did this on the show one time, so I'm going to screw this up and it's going to be my own math. But I believe if I remember right, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden together, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer, that's what it was. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer, the three of them, if you add up their ages, are significantly older than the entire squad, all four members of the squad put together. What I'm saying is Father Time is undefeated. Nancy Pelosi can't fart without shooting her dentures across the room. Joe Biden can't complete a sentence. These people are just about in the ground. And the next generation of younger Democrat is insane. And can you imagine? Can you imagine you're gonna live in the world? I'm gonna live in a world where Nancy Pelosi's the reasonable moderate. There's gonna be a day. Can you believe this? We're gonna get on here and we're gonna say, man. I miss Nancy. This is a disaster. <laughs> all right. All right. One more hour. If I can get through it, uh, definitely getting sick. Sorry, Chris. Best of luck with that. Hang on. Oh, it is... The Jesse Kelly show. And do you have you have Joe Biden from today about the trucker vaccine mandate? Because hold on, before before we get to this, there are word there's word now about clinics all over New York closing down, health clinics closing down because they don't have the staff. Now, it doesn't exactly take a genius to figure out this is going to take place all across the country. Wherever there are places that had the vaccine mandates for Pick your profession. There's now going to be a shortage of workers in that profession. I mean, in any given country, it doesn't matter whether it's a huge country or small country, there isn't generally a long line of people just just sitting there at the door or just waiting to be a nurse. Hey, call me if you fire someone. You can't just fire 10 20%, 30% of your staff without huge problems. And just like everything else, with coronavirus, we did the exact opposite that we should have done. We should be hiring more nurses and healthcare workers. Instead, we said, take this or you're fired. And these are the people who work throughout the pandemic. And the, the truckers are about to get fired. Should be noted. Remember Joe Biden was trying to hammer through and he's still trying to hammer through this national vaccine mandate. He postponed it for the truckers, though, until January. That's funny. So the Biden administration was facing a major political crisis, which would have been empty shelves at Christmas time, and they decided to postpone that until January. But it's still coming down. And again, before I play this little clip for you, I want you to remember something. We've done this before. Remember, look around you right now, wherever you are, even if you're in your car. Don't take your eyes off the road. Even if, look. Hey, no, in all seriousness. Don't take your eyes off the road. You know how many people around you right now watch CNN for their news? You better focus out there. It's dangerous. But look look around you. How many things around you right now were on a truck at one point in time? If you're in a car, the car itself was. That's reality. Here's what Joe Biden, our cuddly president, said when he was asked about the trucker vaccine mandate. The trucking industry
3: positioning is Supreme Court.
5: You say? I say no. Thank you.
0: No, it's not going to hurt the supply chains at all if you fire 20% of the people who actually bring you the goods. <laughs> God. ah, oh, geez. That's enough. i this. Senate Democrats convene emergency call amid grim outlook for massive spending bill. Mansion mum on if he'll attend. This whole story still makes me laugh. You could have had Joe Manchin. Remember, Joe Manchin is not on your side. He's not on my side. He was all in for about 75% of this gigantic bill. He had a couple little things. And the communists, they they can't help themselves. They decided not to back off and just pass something. They decided they would just do what they've always done and just bully and harass and abuse him until he came over to their side. And it didn't work. I've told you this before, and it's 100% right because they're, it's a religion of domination and destruction. If you were competing with them for 100 islands, and by the time the war was over, you had 99 of them, you would wake up the day that war was over with 99 islands and look around and say to yourself, man, am I the luckiest guy in the world? I can't believe we took 99 of the 100 islands. This is amazing. Life is good. Woo! They wake up. After taking 99 islands, the war's is over, and they're miserable. All they do is stare at that one island and say, I cannot believe we let them take that island. We should, That island belongs to ours. That should have been us. That's how they think. And I'll be honest with you. That's why I'm doing the phone calls I'm doing tonight, something you're grateful for. There's never been a grateful communist ever you focus on how good life is, on the blessings you have, and you get your kids to do the same, you will never have to worry a day in your life about going to the dark side or them worried about going to the dark side, all right? Scooter in Tennessee. Go, boss. Hey,
7: buddy. I am going to tell you what I'm grateful for, but first uh, I'm going to tell you something. As a truck driver that hauls gas, Oh, uh, Joe Biden is going to think twice whenever they got to push old Cadillac One down Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm just mm-hmm.
0: telling you. Oh, you mean you mean that, that gas? Hold on, Scooter. You're trying to tell me the gas that we all fill up with at the gas station? It doesn't just rain down from the sky and fill up that little reservoir. You mean a trucker has to bring that? Oh
7: yeah, yeah. Them old dirty, filthy, you know, trashy truck drivers that everybody looks at going down the highway. Yeah, that's. They're they're paired by that fella pulling that big tanker truck down mm-hmm. the
0: highway. Mm-hmm. How about that? Hmm. There's gonna be some I interesting didn't, times.
7: Don't realize that yet.
0: <laughs> anyway, but go I'm ahead, Scooter. Grateful, what are you grateful yeah, for? Anyway,
7: I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my wife for 23 years. Yes, sir. I'm grateful for my two boys, my two girls, and my little uh, grand boy, and my grandbaby that's on the way.
0: How about that? Life ain't and bad, I'm is it, Scooter? All right, what are y'all eating for? Around for uh, night, what are y'all eating night, for night, Christmas dinner?
7: Well, we're going to do a, a baked ham, a while, put some Coca-Cola and some kind of brown sugar and cinnamon and stuff on top of that, and to them tater things. I'm with you on the mashed taters, but have you ever tried to the fry them things?
3: Oh, You
7: put them in a the fryer? Oh, yes, yeah, fried mashed taters. Try it, Jesse. Whatever kind of, how much ever uh, mashed taters you got, you mix that much a flour with it. And then throw you some butter and some bacon grease and a little oil in that pan oh. and just
0: fry them. They golden brown. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. I think I, I need to have a minute, Mr. Scooter.
7: Red old hillbilly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Oh, man, that sounds dang good. I hope the wife was listening. Honey, we need some mashed potatoes and bacon grease. 877 <laughs> 377 Tell me something you're grateful for and what you're having for Christmas dinner. You said that being a father was the best. As a father of five, whom I all love, I would have to disagree. I have two young grandchildren, and I tell everyone that grandkids are way better than regular kids. Not even close. Yeah, because you grandparents don't have any responsibilities anymore. You just take them and dump a bunch of candy and McDonald's on them and then 80 gifts at Christmas time. The wife and I will sit down with the boys. And we'll talk about Christmas and the true meaning of Christmas and the birth of Jesus, Chris, and everything else. We'll talk about all these things, and you know, and we'll ask them. If all we will always have, hey, is Christmas about getting things or is Christmas about giving things? And we have these talks, and then we'll yeah, I have the talk with them. We say, hey, this year it's just going to be one gift at Christmas time. All right? You don't need a 1,000 gifts under the tree, one gift. Remember, there are kids all over the world who won't have any. We'll find someone else to give you, to, you know, trying to do the good parenting thing, doing the best we can. And then we show up and then box after box after box after box gets there from the grandparents and they have 9,000 gifts to open Christmas morning, ruining the entire point of the deal. Dear Dr. Many Guns Frito Bandito Kelly, Russia's greatness was that he was a voice of tens of millions of blood-red American patriots. He didn't change the mind of people. He simply filled a need that already existed. You do the same. Please embrace the comparisons. I know they're beyond humbling, but you really do speak for so many of us. I'm semi-retired, so you can say my name. His name is Mike. Again, you you only get one Rush Limbaugh. I appreciate it. I very much appreciate all these all these emails. You get one in a lifetime. If you're lucky, you don't ever get another one. You're omnipotent. Tell me if I have this wrong. You keep saying, what's wrong with Jill Biden propping up old Joe when he's clearly incapacitated. And, and yet yeah, for anyone who's missed that, obviously, as you've probably picked up by this point in time, even if this is your first night listening to the show, I despise Joe Biden, that divisive politics. You're the enemy. You people are the bad. people. I, I, I think that's truly, truly evil. That's how genocides start. That's legitimately how genocides start. But on, on a purely human level, all politics aside, it blows me away when, I mean, how many clips do we play you of Joe Biden finding and he can't talk. He can't complete a sentence, and he looks like an idiot in front of everyone. And whenever I see him do it, I've said it on the show a million times. Whenever I see him do it, what dumbfounds me is not that he's—I mean, clearly in bad shape. That happens to people. The dementia is something people struggle with. It's—it's it's awful. It's a terrible thing. I don't want—I don't wish it on anybody. But if my dad was being embarrassed in front of the world, when Joe Biden speaks, the whole world listens. Could you imagine how intimidating that probably is? When Joe Biden speaks, the entire world listens. If my father was being intimidated in front of the entire world, I would yank him out of there. I'd be in someone's office the next day saying, guess what, my dad's retiring, make plans. We're not doing this anymore. They don't do it. Not only do they not do it, Joe Biden appears to really 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 enjoy this whole thing a lot. Oh look, I'm Dr. First Lady. Look how good I am. I, I there's something wrong there. There's something wrong there that the wife, the kids, nobody has stepped up stepped up and said, "Nope. Nope, not going to happen anymore. Pulling him out of here." All right. What are you grateful for? 8773774373. But I'm also grateful that I have some gold in my possession from Oxford Gold Group, and I'm grateful for that because I am legitimately very concerned about what's coming next year. Because remember, like we talked about with James Lindsay earlier, the people who are actually running the show now, they're not interested in writing the ship, turning things around. Let's, let's figure something out. They're interested in doing as much damage as they can before they're gone. That includes to your dollar and my dollar. Call 833-995-GOLD. Again, I've sent my own father to Oxford Gold Group. That's their reputation. That's how much I trust them. 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. They're going to take special care of you. They will deliver gold to your front door. So no matter what they do next year, you have something of value. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. For gold, you can hold. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And I'm going to get back to the phone calls here in just a second. But first, the, the question was about Jill Biden and, and Joe Biden. And, and, and he went on to say maybe they let him go. Maybe they let him stay there because he's a jerk. But, I mean, just imagine. I know you don't like him. I don't like him. Set politics aside. What if this was your husband? What if this was your wife? What if this was your father, your mother? How long would you allow this person to speak like this in front of even one person? One person. Let's say you're at Red Lobster and it's a slow hour. And they're, they're, they're doing this in front of one person. How long would you allow that person you love to embarrass themselves like this in front of one person?
5: For two reasons. One, to... Now, where am I supposed to go? I'm supposed to go back and see how she points. Look at this. Get back here. Because of the actions we've taken, things have begun to change. End of quote. In the past three weeks, we can find that unity again. And the message said, end of message. Where is everybody? Jill.
3: <laughs>
5: Jill's here. vaccinated. 57, uh, excuse me. Uh, 570, excuse me, I don't want to read, I'm not sure I got the right number, the, the total number of boosters.
0: Chris did that in the, what, three-minute commercial break? What could Chris do with an hour? It would take up the whole show. And I'm, that's For once, that's not us ripping on him. How long would you let your loved one embarrass themselves like that, and no one will step in? And, and anyway, the guy went on to say, well, maybe it's because he's a jerk. Maybe he is. I I look he certainly appears to be a jerk. And remember it's not just dementia addled Joe Biden who yells at people. Joe Biden has been a jerk his entire career. The media just lied to everyone in this country and acted like he was the nice guy cuz they didn't like Donald Trump. Oh, let's go with nice Joe. Joe Biden's been a world-class I can't say a world-class jerk for his entire career. Everyone knows it. John in Colorado go boss.
2: So, first of all, we should uh, rebrand or him or rename him President Joe Stalin. There you go with the communist thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm grateful that 2021 is ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: Amen.
2: And why is Hawaii missing out on all of the illegal aliens and refugees from Syria and all that?
0: It is funny how they don't ship any of those over to Hawaii. It's is odd, isn't it? Trisha in Connecticut, go jesse
3: i am grateful for a loving husband of 30 years and i account of uh, the blessing in my life of him to god i'm grateful for god and my knowledge that he is ultimately in charge and i wouldn't have gotten through these past two years and what's happening to our country without that peace of knowing that god will ultimately make things right mm-hmm. in the end and I'm also grateful for feeling content with what I have, not being greedy like the Bidens and other power-hungry people are.
0: Yes, ma'am. Amen. Now, what are you having for dinner?
3: Um, ham and yam and af- af- apple casserole.
0: Okay, <laughs> I support that. it. No, I support it. Good call, Trisha. I support it. I'm not a huge casserole man, although my mom makes this hash brown casserole. This cheesy hash brown casserole. Oh, gosh. Can you people eat potatoes and cheese, Chris? You can't? Oh, my gosh. Even you would probably like this. And there are onions in there. Although, I have to tell you, if I had to do it over again, maybe this is just being in Texas for so long, I would dice up some jalapenos in there. Have some jalapenos and cheese. Michael, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Candy in Florida. Go.
2: I'm grateful for two things, Jesse. I survived being hospitalized for COVID and sepsis at the same time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the doctor told me it wouldn't have been the COVID that would have killed me, that I had about eight hours to go with the sepsis before my organs started shutting down.
0: Oh, well, I'm glad your organs are still here. What else are you grateful for, Candy?
2: And I am grateful for my daughter, Joy. She mm-hmm. was in the um Marine Corps Junior ROTC at Venice High School mm-hmm. and um she did not go into the corps um she had something wrong with one of her eyes so um she didn't make it there so but she um she's the um joy of my life and I'm really grateful but I'm sad that she's in Colorado for Christmas and I'm here just by myself.
0: I get that. I get that they 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 grow up and they go away Anya. They grow, look I'm not spending Christmas with my, with my parents and I was going we were going to go up there Uh, to Montana and spend Christmas with them, and then it just didn't work out. It's a long story, but I I know that's not easy. That's not easy. Chin up, everybody. But like you said, she's alive and well and doing well, huh? Robin in New York, go.
6: I'm very grateful to be alive. Um, When I was 13 years old, I was hit by a truck, a Huntington, New York town truck, right? And, and I was thrown 385 feet, was in a coma for three weeks. I woke up Christmas morning, 1974. I'm, I'm, I'm disabled, but I'm a survivor. And God is good. And, and I'm a St. Vincent de Paul volunteer, and I help people. And that's what helps me. And, and I want to say Merry Christmas, and God bless you.
0: Merry Christmas, and God bless you very much, Robin. What are you having for Christmas, by the way?
6: Well, my sister's going to (laughs) make (laughs) turkey.
0: I won't even dog on you for the turkey, Robin. Merry Christmas to you and your sister. I'm not even – how can I dog on a woman who got driven over by a truck, Chris? Look, I'm coming down with obviously – a pretty severe cold. She got hit by a truck. You wouldn't know hardship like Robin and I would. All right, Chris? Gosh. Robert. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't click on the button. button. Robert in Washington, go.
2: I'm going to fold for the Lord God, of course, and oil. There's nothing around us and in our lives that isn't there because of oil. I mean, it's either in it or it's yep. in the process of making it or in the way to get it there.
0: Amen. Praise God. Praise God for oil. That is a fact. All right. We are gonna do another little flashback. I'm gonna to get to some emails. We're gonna do a little flashback. Don't you remember? do you remember what they said about what the vaccine could and couldn't do? Do you remember? And we'll take some more calls. What are you grateful for? Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And uh, look, remember my theory about the sky is green? The sky is green theory about how they will will honestly try to tell you that the sky is green. Don't believe me? Listen to Joe Biden. Today, America is the only leading economy in the world where household
5: incomes and the economy as a whole are stronger than they were before the pandemic, even accounting for price increases. The economy I inherited nearly a year ago wasn't just in crisis; it wasn't working for working people. I told you that's the reason I ran. It's about time the middle class and working class people got a shot. Year after year, economic growth was too low. Wages for the middle class were stagnant, and the number of people starting new small businesses was declining. Over this year, we've acted. From the Okay. Already, yeah, we've
0: heard enough from that propaganda. They will get up after this year. With inflation numbers like they are, gas prices like they are, all the jobless claims, they'll get up and say, this is the best ever. But look, when you're dealing with people like this, when you're dealing with people completely devoid of any shame left, there is nothing these people won't say to you.
5: You're not going to get
1: COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective.
3: Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick.
1: They're really, really good against variants. A key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected. If you're vaccinated,
5: you're not gonna be hospitalized, you're not gonna be in ICU unit, and you're not gonna die. If you are fully vaccinated, You no longer need to wear a
3: mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission.
1: You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person.
3: Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated
1: early. And if you look at Israel, Mm -hmm. they are seeing a waning of immunity not only against infection but against hospitalizations and to some extent death a booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have
5: plan is for every every adult to get a booster shots
0: oh that is too good jesse what's the name of the children's book you talk about on the show that's the Tuttle Twins books. Remember, Connor Boyuk came on. It was Monday's show, and he was so good. And if you miss any part of the Jesse Kelly show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You're going to need those when I'm on vacation here. A little Christmas vacation, then I'll be back. Don't worry. <coughs> Don't worry. I should be in the chair tomorrow unless I wake up with a fever. Chances are actually greatly increasing during the show because I'm almost positive I have one now. But, again... Heroes do what heroes do, Chris. (laughs) Jesse, when you first took the spot of Buck Sexton, I wasn't a fan of yours, but I have to say I now look forward to listening to your show and your arrogance has grown on me. (laughs) Thanks for continuing speaking the truth and not being like the mainstream media. You know what? I've grown to like me more and more too, Chris, to be honest. What? I have. Matt and Callie, go. Jesse,
6: Jesse. I'm grateful for Let's Go, Brandon and my family's faith in our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. For for dinner?
6: For dinner we're having Cardiff Crack. Okay. Is the most awesome burgundy tri chip that you've ever had. It melts in your mouth, whether it's medium rare, medium, or medium well. It is so good, Jesse. You would you probably might go there instead of uh, Red Lobster.
0: Chris, write down Cardiff Crack because that's going to be looked up. Thank you, Matt, and Merry Christmas to you and yours, my brother. Cardiff Crack, uh, with a C, Cardiff Crack. That sounds good. It sounds expensive, though, with Burgundy and all that. We'll have to see on that. Trust me, if it's expensive, Chris will be relaying that information to me. Bill in Maine, go, boss.
2: Hey, Jesse, I am thankful for my grandbabies. I tell my daughters this every day. They've given me a second chance to be able to Teach them right, you know. Yes, sir. And that's what that's what I look forward to every day.
0: Yes, sir. And dinner.
2: And uh, for dinner, we have a thirty day butter aged prime rib going on the uh, pellet smoker
0: oh.
2: with au jus and roasted red potatoes with a beautiful uh, burgundy bourbon, um, uh, bourbon glaze.
0: Bill, hold on, hold on one second. Now, butter aged yes, prime rib. Explain that to me, because oh, that yeah. sounds glorious, but I don't know what it means.
2: All right, so what we do is we take the prime rib, we separate the bone from it, we tie it off, and we turn around and pack it with the spices. And then we turn around and we pack it in butter all the way around it. Put it in the fridge and let it sit for 30 days. Then we pull it out, put it on the smoker. And it's just fantastic. It melts in your mouth. Just when you thought prime rib couldn't melt in your mouth anymore.
3: Oh, gosh,
0: that sounds glorious. Merry Christmas, Bill. Chris, go ahead and write that one down, too, for me, please. That one's going on the list. (laughs) That sounds good. Chris, I'm sure you'll get me a list of prices along with all these things. I know you will. Amy in Tennessee, go. Hey
6: there, Jesse.
3: I'm so thankful for my salvation and the mercy that God has placed on me and my family um i'm also thankful that i live in a red state oh my goodness um there's so much to be thankful for this year even though that there's so um so much change and craziness in this world uh, my god is uh never changing and holds fast to his promises and i'm thankful for that
0: amen um, amen and for, dinner at christmas
3: dinner dinner we just focus on the kids at christmas so we do appetizers and not a big not a big dinner um, here in Tennessee. Um, we do that at Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, I get that. You know what? I respect that. I'll tell you, full disclosure, I know everyone knows how highfalutin and fancy we are in the Kelly household, but we're actually not doing a ton for Christmas either. We were doing well, here's what here's what we are doing. We're doing bacon and eggs in the morning. I don't know, pretty fancy. Bacon and eggs, not we're <laughs> doing bacon and eggs. And the wife is doing this thing called monkey bread, It's it's just this real doughy bread that's got a bunch of cinnamon and sugar and butter in it. It's not fancy, but it's dang good. That woman can bake. And then we were going to have uh, a, a second meal of crab legs, and she makes the best fettuccine alfredo on the planet, on the planet. Uh, it, is, it is so good. So we're going to have, don't sneer it. You don't like cra- crab legs, Chris? Oh, yeah, never mind. You can't eat crab legs. Sorry about that, buddy. Let me tell you what, though. It's delicious. Too bad for you. All right, well, fettuccine and crab legs is what we're going to have. And then, of course, red lobster cheddar bay biscuits because we're not savages. And just today we said, you know what? Why don't we just do some finger foods and catch a movie or something like that? I don't know what happens there, but I I guess it lost some of the appeal. I guess it lost some of the appeal couple headlines for you here before we get to headlines I didn't get to next segment and whatnot, and I'll get to a couple more phone calls. Don't worry. Headline. Quote, I'm proudly a dropout. Madison Cawthorn urges fellow conservatives to drop out of college. He's that congressman, Madison Cawthorn. Good dude, by the way. Good dude. I don't know if I'm going that well, but there's a second headline that goes with this. Princeton took millions of... From a CCP-linked school and think tank head. If I was to read you just today the headlines from Brown, Princeton, Harvard, the things the professors say there. Be very, very careful where you send your child to school, especially if you're sending them there so you can brag to friends and family that that's where they go, America's elite universities. There are some ugly places now, really, really ugly, all right? That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, I'm grateful that I'm not blowing cell phone money every single month so I can fund advertisements that dump all over me and everything I care about. I'm grateful that my family has switched over to Pure Talk. Right now, by the way, through the end of the year, they have iPhone 12s for sale for just $479, starting at $479. Remember, the average family saves over $800 a year. And you're not sacrificing coverage. They're on the exact same network as one of the big guys. CEO is a Vietnam veteran. Customer service? Oh, it's America. When you call, you talk to an American. And it's really easy. By the way, you can keep your phone. I was telling you about the new phone. You can keep your phone. Keep your number. They they make it cake. They made it cake for me. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month plus you get to save on a new phone that's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly some restrictions apply call for details miss something there's a podcast
1: get it on demand wherever podcasts are found the Jesse Kelly show
0: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and again, as we head into the Christmas season, if you're considering not seeing friends and family because of Omicron, remember, ignore CNN, listen to what the South African doctor said who discovered it.
5: Looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing, currently there's no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. I also checked with the hospital, some of the hospitals in my area. And one of the biggest hospitals, they only have one patient currently that's COVID positive on a ventilator, and they don't even know whether it's COVID, uh, you know, it's Delta or whether it is um, Omicron related.
0: Ignore the people pushing panic and masks and get your 19th booster shot and just go live your freaking life. Also, I don't know why I thought of this today, Chris, but I did. Remember when Elizabeth Warren... She pretended to be an Indian for a long time, and I don't mean like told a friend at a party oh i'm 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 one eighth Cherokee or something like that on her official documents, trying to get jobs. she pretended to be part Indian, and then she even submitted, if I remember right, it was a soup recipe. To the Indian cookbook, powwow, chow. <laughs> and then, and this is the best part of it. Maybe my favorite unforced error in the history of politics, Trump, and Trump was so good at this, just trolling people with the things they've screwed up. Trump just starts riding her about it and riding her about it and calling her Pocahontas and all that. I mean, just really making fun of her. So Warren does something that, I, honestly, I still can't... I, I can't wrap my mind around what she was thinking. She decides to go get a DNA test done to try to you know, prove Trump wrong. The, see, I am part Indian. She gets a DNA test done, and it basically proves that Elizabeth Warren is the whitest person walking the face of the planet. It, 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 the, she had way less than the average American. I mean, she was in the bottom, Pretend no Indian blood whatsoever. What, Chris? Yeah, she's trying to take credit for her high cheekbones. Anyway, okay, so that's fine. You lied forever so you could get a job or whatever the case may be. You lied about being an Indian forever. That's fine. And then you took your DNA test trying to prove it wrong. That's fine. But you have the results of the DNA test. You're looking at them. The results are right here, and they show I'm the whitest person alive. She then releases the DNA test results to the public And brags about them as if it somehow proves her right and just gets destroyed. Even the media couldn't defend her on it. Even the media was all, uh, I don't know if you're reading this differently, but this doesn't look very Indian at all. (laughs) I don't know why I thought of that today. Anyway. And now
5: Here's a headline. Go, you know the you know the thing.
1: Headlines we didn't get to.
0: Army has developed a single vaccine that protects from all variants of COVID-19 and SARS. Yeah, no, they haven't. All right, now, now listen to me. Listen to me. I'm all about the military, and I'm all about, especially the guys on the ground, the boots on the ground, the front line guys. Um, the army did not come up with anything that's going to protect from all variants of COVID-19. There's not a single chance in the world of that. and eh, Not taking that one either. CNN's new poll shows it failed to spin economic coverage in Biden's favor. You know, we kind of glossed over this because there was so much other news, but can we just pause for a brief moment? I know it's headlines. Can We pause for a moment and realize that Joe Biden, Joe Biden called in a bunch of news organizations to the white house because his approval numbers were so low. And he called them in and gave them new talking points for how they should talk about the economy that sucks. And they all just went out and did it. Oh, okay, Joe. Uh, uh, we'll switch things up for you. What a bunch of lick we have in the media. How embarrassing. Are, I mean, how embarrassed are you? Everyone, with the exception of Don Lemon, who I'm sure has done much worse, has to be very, very, very embarrassed. Biden's economic ratings are worse than Carter's. Yeah, Joe Biden. Honestly, it's it's a little. It sounds hyperbolic to say because we say it every time one of their guys gets elected. But you can make the argument that at least for the first year, Joe Biden's the worst president in the history of mankind. I mean, you can make that argument. You know, we don't really, we don't even talk about the border. You realize what our number is on the border? Two million, two million illegal immigrants coming in this year. That is, oh gosh, that is that's a lot. White House would mandate vaccine proof for travel if the impact was overwhelming, Saki says. I'll be interested to watch this. The White House has floated this. Vax proof for travel thing. They floated a little trial balloon out for this a few times. They'll say it. Then they'll pull it back. No, we're not considering it. Well, not considering it yet. Well, we're still open to it. No, we're not doing it. Oh, we might do it. They keep doing this thing where you're getting mixed messaging out there. That's them floating trial balloons trying to figure out exactly what the reception would be for it. Oh, boy, it's Katie Barr, the door there. Imagine, imagine in America, if you start having regular people, because that's the thing, you want you want these things to hit regular people. Imagine if regular people started having to pull their ticket out along with their vaccine passport before they're allowed on the plane. Remember, we're not at 90% vaccinated for a country. We're at about 60. That's, that's the number they finally settled on. They used to say it was 70, 71. They're now like, ah, it's not 70. You're going to tell 40% of the country they're not allowed to travel anymore state to state? Yeah, I'd love to see that. So, speak of the devil. Elizabeth Warren is now blaming grocery conglomerates for skyrocketing food prices. Look, she could be right. I mean, who knows how hard these food prices are hitting the reservations. Man jailed for trespassing into apartments, scattering chocolates, and taking out the prune juice. Look, you ever been stopped up for a few days? You might be tempted to break in some apartments and go for some prune juice too. FDA expected to authorize Pfizer and Merrick COVID pills this week. Oh good pills now. That's good. That's good. We're a year and a half, two years now of injecting people with things, and now we can move on to pills. Shoot, why don't you just follow me around with the pharmacist? Just squirt the stuff into me all the time. All right. Chin up, be grateful tis the season of Christmas where we celebrate the birth of Jesus, Chris. If my fever holds off, I plan on seeing you tomorrow. That's all.